Sunday morning, you're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. LJ Renee, let's continue with the discussion that we started on last week about angels. It is still in my spirit to talk about them, just to encourage all of our hearts. If we would really only realize and understand the diverse ways in which God uses these ministering spirits to minister to those who are heirs of salvation, the many ways in which they interact with us in the supernatural and cause effect in our natural world. Absolutely. I think that's a good idea to to start talking about this again, because when I think about even our own or my own experience in in encountering angels or hearing the voice of the Lord, you know that God is really caring about you, that he knows the meditations of your heart. He knows when you're discouraged. I don't know if people really you know, really think about this often about the presence of angels in the midst of our daily activities of living. Because we think it's so mystical and we've given, really, we've given the credit that should be due to God. We've given it to things like good luck and, and happenstance mm-hmm. and, I and had a coincidence yeah. and everything. And, you know, really you get into reading tea leaves and horoscopes and you really forget that God is the one who holds the balance of your days, the future. He's the one that knows your end from your beginning and you can seek him for direction, wisdom, and insight. And he does give his angels charge over us. In Acts 27, it gives the account of the apostle Paul when he was prisoner and had to be taken before Caesar. And they were carrying he and several other prisoners by ship to Italy. And the Bible says that they began to launch out and there was a great storm. There was for projected to be a great storm. And he had told them not to, you know, it's not a good time to set sail, but they decided that they would set sail anyway. There was a great storm and the people were really afraid for their life. And the Bible says, beginning in verse 21, but after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained the harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer for there shall there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship for there stood by me this night the angel of God whose I am and whom I serve and the angel said fear not Paul thou must be brought before Caesar and lo God has given thee all them that sail with thee wherefore sirs 
Be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. So God sent an angel to Paul during the night, during his dream, and gave him, uh, it could have been a dream or a vision, but he gave him a word of encouragement and direction to give to to the captors. And he said, if you all will abide in the ship, first of all, he said, you shouldn't have left like I told you. I told you not to go and you should have done what I told you. You shouldn't have left. He said, but if you will abide in the ship, I will get you safely to where you're going. But only if you abide in the ship and the angel told him everyone's life will Mm -hmm. be spared if they will abide in the ship. Absolutely. And you know what? The angel came because really God knew that Paul, I can imagine Paul was a little shaken and scared himself going up and down on those waves and being in this boat and not knowing for sure what's going to happen. And a lot of times we we're like that as well. You know, sometimes we think we're super spiritual and we don't get scared, but there are times, you know, when you do get scared and you get fearful and the mercies of God, the loving kindness of the Lord will send forth an, a messenger to encourage you and to reassure you that surely you, you know, you're going to make it because I have a purpose and a plan for your life. So you're going to make it. So he came to reassure him and he told him, gave him instructions. He said, but listen, I'm going to save everyone on this boat, but do not leave this ship. That was an instruction that the Lord had given the messenger to tell Paul in order to tell the people on the ship. And I bet you they were so scared that now God had their ear that he was willing to, they were willing to listen to what he had to say. And I believe God is yet doing that even to day. Matter of fact, I can attest to, to that my own self that God comes and give you a, a word of encouragement because he really knows the depth of your soul. He knows what you're thinking about. He knows when you're scared. He knows when you're in doubt. But look what he has the angel do. The first thing he says is fear not because he does know that the enemy Absolutely. comes to bring fear and fear has torment and you will begin to you know, you will begin to get carried away with anxiety you know, if you've ever uh, been waiting on or expecting bad news, your mind starts racing with every possible scenario and you come to find out it wasn't nothing at all. Or if someone, if you're, if you can't find a loved one and you're wondering where they are and your mind starts running through many scenarios of what has happened, where are they? What's going to happen? I'm, I'm waiting on a test result. What are they going to say? All of the anxiety and torment that comes along with fear will grip your heart. So the first thing God God often had his has his angels tell us is first of all fear not fear not and it goes right with the word of God because God has not given you yes, the spirit of fear. fear. So first of all, don't be afraid. Absolutely. And 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 the thing about that is is that um, because God knows your heart and he knows what you're thinking. He's not mad at you, but he comes to encourage you and to lift you up and to carry you forward. And I, that's what the reason why I love the Lord so much is because he is going to find a way to get a message to you, to encourage you, to get you to the place where he wants you to be. And, and, and that's what I, that's the part I'm really hoping we can get across is that God ministers to us in so many diverse kinds of ways and through diverse channels. And sometimes you think that when you are in the car and you turn on the radio and you hear a commercial or an advertisement, or you hear, you know, a 
part of a song or you hear a part of a message and they're saying just what the burden upon your heart was, or you get a phone call and they tell you, you know, you've been on my heart. I just wanted to call and encourage you. Mm-hmm. And it's just what you were thinking or, put or a song in your like spirit. the one sister shared with us on the morning prayer line. She said, when I was young in Christ, I remember working in the store and I remember, I remember saying to God, Lord, if you really are pleased, she said she worked in the bank mm-hmm. and she said, Lord, if you really are pleased with me, I would really like you to tell me that you're pleased with me. She said, I know that sounds a little arrogant and self-centered. She said, but I was young in the Lord. And she says, lo and behold, she was a teller, a mm-hmm. teller in a bank. And she said, the next man she waited on, she didn't even, couldn't even get eye contact with him. She didn't know why she thinks it was an angel. She said, but the one thing after she gave him his money and did his transaction, he said to her, um, listen, God just wants me to tell you that he is pleased with mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. the fact that those were the exact words that this man would say to her in a bank of all places, a stranger that you've never seen. God is so amazing. He gives you what you need right when you need it. It's like Gideon. Gideon is not sure that he is, you know, able to trust in the direction of God. God, do you really want me to do this thing? If you really want me to do it, God, would you make this fleece wet and leave the ground upon which it sits dry? And God did it. And then he said, God, I know I'm trying you, but if it really, really, really is you, could you now make the fleece dry? Then, then the ground upon which it sets, make it wet. And God did it. God was willing to go the extra mile so that he could prove himself to Gideon so that Gideon would believe Absolutely. that I am the Lord and this is what I want you to do. He uses his ministering angels to do those very things for us, to comfort us when we are afraid. He uses them to give us direction when we are seeking uh, the insight and the direction from God. Many times in the Bible, he gave direction through the angels. Remember when the birth of Jesus, he gave directions to Joseph through the angel of God. You know, I was just thinking even, and I know this is going to sound funny, but you know, God, whatever he has to do, he's going to get that message to you to encourage you. And I remember this was like even two weeks ago, I woke up and there was a song playing in my spirit. And I know it was the spirit of the Lord. And to tell you the truth, I know you're going to think this is funny, but the song was called, Don't You Worry About a Thing. And it was playing in the tune, you know, Stevie Wonders mm-hmm. used to have, well, that's what his, the song was, Don't You Worry About a Thing. And I'm telling you, I heard those words to that melody of that song. I didn't realize, or I did not know all the words of the song, so I Googled it and saw where it was him telling this young girl, don't you, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be standing by your side. And, and it was strange because people sometimes don't think God will do that, but all these songs Absolutely. that he's given, he's placed even in Stevie Wonder's heart because he knew one day that it was going to be an encouragement for someone because they're worrying about a situation and come to find out the thing that I was worried about didn't even happen. It wasn't even going that way. I thought it was worse than it than it really was, but God, he loves us so much that he will send that message in any form he's going to get to you because he says, I'm going to be with you and don't be afraid or they'll speak words of 
all kinds of comfort to you, you know, not only to not be afraid, but to reassure you that God, remember Daniel, as he had prayed and he was, you know, wondering, you know, why has God not answered my prayer? And I know many of us can can associate with that experience of da- of Daniel when we pray and we wonder, why is God not answering my prayer? Is God hearing me? And I've been praying about this for weeks or months or a long, long time. But the angel of God came to Daniel. This was in Daniel chapter 10. The first thing that the angel again says to Daniel is do not be afraid, Daniel. And he said, because the Lord has heard your prayer when you prayed it. But I was the one who was given charge to bring the answer to you. And I had to war in the heavenlies with the prince of Persia so that I could get through to you. But he withstood me many days and I had to get reinforcement from heaven. But be very sure God heard your prayer and he sent the answer a long time ago. So that is what we often need to remember. If you've been praying for something for a long time, waiting on God, wondering if God has not, has heard your prayer, wondering if God is going to answer, would you just go back and read Daniel chapter 10 and just apply that word to your own circumstance and know that God has heard the prayers of of the saints of God. And sometimes you just need to pray strategically that God would reinforce the host of heaven that are sent to minister to the people of God, that he would strengthen them and that he would defeat the host of hell that fights against the angels of light, that the whatever they have for the people of God would get through, that wherever they're being blocked and wherever they're warring in the heavenlies, that God would send reinforcement from heaven and help them to defeat the host of Satan. But God has sent your answer. God has heard your prayer and God has said, fear not. Fear not. Oh, he's heard your cry. And I'm going to give another example. It has to do with Hagar when she was uh, released from the camp with Abraham because Abraham, uh, there was a conflict between the two women, the bond woman and the free woman. So the bond woman had to leave. This is starting at Genesis 21 and the 14th verse. And it says, and Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Bathsheba. And the water was spent in the bottle and she cast the child under one of the shrubs and she went and sat down over against him a good way off as it were a, a bow shot, as she said, let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said Mm. unto her, what aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad. Where is he? And so then he says, arise and lift up the lad and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes. She saw a well of water and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave it to the lad. And that's just showing to me that that's, I mean, the love of God. He knew that there would be a conflict and he didn't send her off and say, you got to offend for your own because this is not the promised child. But no, he was very 
very caring about her and he made sure that that she knew that um that he was with her and that whatever she needed he was going to provide for her but this is the word that came and he says i'm going to make him a great nation i mean to me that is such a tenderness that god had demonstrated to her God hears our cry as he heard her cry and the cry of the lad. And he sent forth an angel to let her know that everything is going to be all right. I'm not going to allow you to die here in this. And what he said was that the cry of the lad, because you remember that the scripture in Matthew 18, he says, don't despise the children because I tell you that their angels are in heaven before the face of God. God. Listen, this is reassurance and encouragement to all who have children and grandchildren nieces and nephews are worried about the younger children that they have angels in heaven that are standing and seating and bowing before the face of God, ready for the direction of God, so that when the cry of those children come before God, even, listen, Haggai, Hagar was crying and the lad was crying, but the scripture says God was responding to the cry of the lad. Mm-hmm. Now listen, the cry of the children, he doesn't want any harm coming to the least of his children. And so he said it'd be better that a millstone were cast That's around right. your neck and you'd be cast into the sea, then you harm the least of the children. So be very sure that the children that are in the earth, that they have a special place in the heart of God and their angels, and they do have angels, their angels are before heaven in the presence of God in his face. The Bible says they always see the face of God. Amen. That's a good thing to know. Another example as well is that God will send forth an angel to deliver. And we see the account in the New Testament when it comes to about uh, to Peter when he was in jail, which what Paul, we talked about last. Yes, yeah, so when he was in the he, and he and he sent the angel to deliver. But there's another account where the Lord had showed me even in a vision or a dream where it, these individuals were in the house and they were strung out on cocaine they were shooting up what looks like i don't know if it was heroin or whatever but they were shooting it up in this house or in this place that looked like a warehouse and i'm telling you i believe it was the prayers of somebody crying out for deliverance for their loved one that was stuck on or addicted to crack stuck in probably one of those houses god heard the cry of that individual and what i saw was an angel walking through that warehouse stepping over people and it was like he was going for someone specifically to draw them out of that that warehouse. I'm telling you, begin to start praying. If you have an individual in your family who from time and time again, they getting high, they're shooting heroin in their veins, they, they're stealing from you, they just look like they can't seem to get rid of this monkey on their back. I'm telling you, you keep praying because your prayers are causing protection to be over that individual as well. But I saw that angel go through and he's looking for a specific person because he was stepping over other individuals that were laid out on the floor and against the wall and out of their mind. And I remember that when, when I told that dream, I remember someone on the line says, well, I claim that for my brother. And we begin to start praying for that individual's brother. We have to believe that God was telling us, as I'm telling you now, continue to pray because you know what? The angels is sent they're sent to deliver. But but Live like you were a, referencing Acts Acts in, in Acts twelve, that but you have to pray 
without ceasing. You have to Absolutely. be persistent in the prayer. The Bible says in Acts, the one we talked about last week, is because the saints cease not to pray for Peter, then God dispatched an angel to the prison and the angel smote Peter, woke him up, mm-hmm. loosed his bonds and got him out of that prison and sent him to the house where the saints were praying. But it happened. The Bible was clear to tell us when they prayed without ceasing, you have to be persistent and in upon the prayer that you are seeking God for. Don't give up. Don't be weary. Just keep on praying. In matter of fact, we used to sing a song that said, uh, keep on praying. The Lord is nigh. Um, mm-hmm. He will hear your cry. It, it, the Lord has promised and his word is true. Don't stop praying. God will answer you. You have got to keep on praying. Don't stop. Don't give up. Don't quit. God has ministering angels dispatched specifically to minister to those who are heirs of salvation. I have angels watching over me. God, that we have angels watching over us. You know, even going back to Acts 27, when when Paul said that the, there stood by me this night the angel of God, whom I whose I am and whom I serve, and the angel told him to fear not. And basically, the angel said, "Not one life will be lost on this boat as long as they stay in the ship." I believe that those angels were there, uh, watching over that ship and bringing it to the place where it would rest but they had to follow the instructions. Their command was over the ship. Every piece of the ship, it might break up. It, someone boards, on to someone piece. broken That's pieces, right. but they all made it safe to shore because they stayed in the ship. Now what you are in might be, it might look like it's disintegrating. The vision might look mm-hmm. like that it's falling apart. The house might look like it's not holding together, but stay where God 
God told you to be and do what God told you to do. Your blessing is going to be in your obedience. You have to do what he told you to do. And if you come out from under the safety of the almighty, then you lose the protection of his, of his wings. The Bible said he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. But if you're not dwelling in that secret place, you are not abiding in the shadow of the the fault is never going to be in God. He sends his angels to minister to those who are heirs of salvation. And the word of God is guarded by the power of God, the spirit of God. Those angels have been given commission over that word. Once it goes out of his mouth, they carry that word to make sure that it does exactly what God has said it would do. And you know what? When we hear the voice of the Lord, that we need to be obedient to what he says to do. But you know what? Here's an important part as we close. Continuing on in verse 32, the Bible says, and I want to read this in first in King James and then in the message. So you get what he's really saying after he says, abide in the ship or you won't be saved. He says, then the soldiers cut the ropes off of the boat and let her fall off. What that is saying, it says the soldiers cut the lines to the lifeboat and let it drift off. God is going to take apart everything you've been putting your trust and hope in that was not him. He needs to let you see that when he's all you have, you will realize that he is all you need. Fear not because he is with you and he has sent his angels to help bring you forth out of what you are in. When you are obedient to God, you do not need a plan B because his plan A has never failed. You can let the lifeboat go. God would not allow you to go through a storm without him sending a message of encouragement to you. And even when you find that you're scared and you don't know what to do, he's going to give you the instructions. Sometimes it's just be still and know that I am God. Amen. And just know that we patiently wait on him. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of God in the The land land of of the living. living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. The angels of God have encamped around you to bear you up, to keep you in all of your ways. God's word has gone out over you and he said it will never return Return to him him void. God, we thank you this day. We thank you, God, that you're opening up our eyes to see the workings of your mighty hand, dear God. We're seeing, dear Father, the the angels that you are have assigned to our lives lest we would dash our foot up against the stone the the angels that you have command and commissioned to encamp around about us God we're so thankful thankful because God you would not allow us to be defeated but that you would send forth your word oh God to encourage us in the midst of the storm to encourage us when we've been waiting for what seemed to be a long time you still come dear father and said just keep going on and having your angels to bear us up thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies that's so great toward us oh god we thank you that god that at your word dear god the angels performed dear god as it said that your word will not return unto you void oh god but it shall prosper in the very thing that you have sent it 
gratitude. Thank you for the word that you've given someone, even, dear Father, through this radio message. Even last night, God, you spoke a word of encouragement to them, God. And Father, cause them to remember, cause their eyes to be open to see that, God, that you will provide the resources that they need, oh God. That you will fight the battle that seemed to be impossible, God. That you are answering the prayers that seem to be delayed, dear God. That you are, dear Father, being a shield and a buckler, dear Father, when we speak the truth. That you are God and beside you there is none other. God, we thank you, dear Father, that there is nothing too hard for you to do. And there is nothing and no one in heaven and, and, and on earth and beneath the earth that can come against your plan and prevail. Thank you, thank oh you, God, Lord. that there is no walls and no hindrances, no nothing too big, dear Father, nothing too deep that you can't reach your people. So we thank you today and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.